Welcome to Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats. As always, I'll be your host, Lee Greenwood, and I'd like to say welcome to this episode. Had a few people reach out and ask us to put together a episode trying to explain working load limit, safe working load, minimum braking strength, and all of that type of stuff. So this could be useful for any newbies into the industry. Could be a good recap for any of us old-timers as well. As always, um, if you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe to the uh, podcast and let your friends know about it. If you know anybody new to the industry, this might be quite useful to them. Anybody who's been in the industry for a while, might be a bit good recap as well, so share away there. Well, let's uh, have a look at it and see if we can explain what's going on with all these different terms. So uh, the main equipment that we use in rope access is coming from the climbing environment. So uh, with all climbing equipment, they conform to various European, US standards, things like that, and UIAA um, uh, standards as well to do with mountaineering and all of that stuff. And with all of this gear, it's basically stamped with a minimum braking strength, or MBS, or as I've heard it called in the past, minimum braking strain. I'm not sure what a braking strain is. Um, is that like you strain your ankle or you get a groin strain? I'm not sure. So minimum braking strength. So the minimum strength that it will break at. So carabiners, for example, they are tested in batteries and um, and a certain amount of them have to uh, not break below a certain amount of kilonewtons. Uh, kilonewtons, small k, capital N for Mr. Newton. He was a bit of a clever bugger. So uh, show some respect there uh, with your kilonewtons. So we've got the minimum braking strength. So what the actual piece of kit's going to break at. Let's uh, let's look at a piece of rope. So the low stretch rope that we use has a, you know, depending on which one you're using, but round about a 3,000 kilogram or 30 kilonewtons thereabouts minimum braking strength. So that's what a straight piece of that rope will break at obviously as soon as we start doing things with it using it getting it old getting it covered in product tying knots in it obviously that's going to be reduced but that's what it's going to break at so me weighing in at 75 kilos it's not going to be uh, too much of a problem with me hanging on that rope getting anywhere near that um, breaking strength but what we need to know is how much weight can I put on there and there's lots of uh, different organizations lots of different industries that use different methods but in the rope access industry, you know, IRATA system, that's where I come from. With anything that's nylon, uh, we say that 10% of what it breaks at. So if the rope breaks at 3,000 kilograms, then the maximum load that I'm going to put on it is 10% of that. Quite easy maths. Drop one of the zeros, takes it from 3,000 down to 300. So the maximum weight I'm going to put on that rope is 300 kilos. People then say, oh, you then have to put some safety factors in there because you've tied knots. Does that reduce it by half down to 150 kilos and all of that? We've got a massive buffer. You know, we've dropped it uh, down to 10%. So there's a big buffer before it's going to break. So we don't need to worry about that. Keeping it nice and simple for, you know, people that are working in industry. A lot of people who are working out there on the ropes aren't that into the gear and what it does and all of that. So we just have these basic, simple rules. So... That's got us from our minimum braking strength down to our safe working load. But then people say, well, what about this working load limit stuff? So what does the manufacturer say about that? 
Well, historically, um, with all the climbing gear and stuff that we've used, it hasn't been part of the system. Um, there are some things that are now starting to come out because we've got industrial standards for gear as well now that manufacturers are saying that they have a working load limit. Where uh, working load limit normally comes in or where you'd normally see it um, in gear that you use, if you use uh, the crane-style slings, so your, um, your standard colours, your purple, uh, green, yellow, so one-ton, two-ton, three-ton slings. So one ton being a thousand kilos, nice purple sling. And this is where the confusion can come in. So that's a one ton sling. And people think, oh, that's what it breaks at. And so they then want to, because they've got a rope access background, they then go, oh, so it's good for one ton. So that's going to break at one ton. That means that it's only good for a hundred kilos. So if I'm going to have two people, I need two of them. And I've had these discussions with people, um, hopefully try and shut those ones down pretty quick. Now, that's not how this works. Um, with a one-ton sling, that is the working load limit. So the working load limit is what the manufacturer says is the maximum that you can put on that piece of equipment. So with a standard uh, purple one-ton sling, if that is clipped on at one end and you hang something on the other end, that can have a 1,000 kilos or one ton hanging off of it. If I basket it and stuff like that, it doubles it. And if I choke it, depending on what you're choking around it, it changes it. But that's getting into your rigging sort of uh, courses and for working with cranes and things like that. We're not going to run too far down to, into that one. But the manufacturer says that you can hang 1,000 kilos on that sling. So that's all good to go. And uh, they're pretty much, uh, for most of that industry, they work on a, um, a safety factor of seven. So that one-ton sling will most probably break at 7,000 kilos. So it's a lot stronger than the rope that we actually use for uh, for our standard rope access stuff. With the uh, carabiners that we have, uh, they're very similar to the rope, that they come with a minimum breaking strength, so MBS. And this is the one we're concerned about is down the major spine. As I'm sure you all know, you need to load the carabiner down the major axis, down the spine, cross-loading them across the gate, reduces it and having the gate uh, unlocked and open obviously reduces it as well and it has these markers on there but that's once again minimum breaking strength in uh, under the RR system 22 kilonewtons is the minimum that you have for those and with metal gear to work out the safe working load it's 20 percent of what it breaks at so we've got a carabiner 22 kilonewtons, small K, capital N, Mr. Newton once again. So that's 2,200 kilograms, uh, roughly. Um, we're rounding things up and down quite nicely there. So um, and I need to work out what 20% of that is. Easiest way for me to do that is drop a zero. So 2,200 kilos, drop a zero. That gives me 220 kilos. So that's 10%. I then double that, 440. So my carabiner has a safe working load of 440 kilograms. And that's obviously a lot stronger than our rope, which has a safe working load of 300. So most of the time, the weakest link in our system is our uh, rope. The only time you may come across something where it's weaker is if you're using climbing style slings. So not like our big rigging slings, the thin sort of Dyneema or nylon slings. They have a minimum breaking strength of 22 kilonewtons 
So nylon, so 10% of that, 220 kilos. So just be aware that that could be a weaker part of your system. So I hope that all makes sense to you. Just to recap, we've got our uh, minimum braking strength. That's what uh, in the mountaineering climbing world, they tell you what it's going to break at. And from that, um, as an industry under the ORATA system, we work on uh, 10% of the minimum braking strength on nylon equipment will get you to your safe working load. So the maximum load that we are happy for you to go onto that piece of equipment. With metal equipment, 20% will get you to the safe working load. And then we have the working load limit, which is coming from sort of the rigging side. So you've got your rigging slings or possibly mayons and shackles and things like that. And it will tell you the uh, working load limit of the piece of equipment. And that's a maximum that the manufacturer says that you can put on that piece of kit. So that's pretty much it for this week. Uh, thanks again for listening through till the end. As always, uh, share with your friends. Reach out to us if you uh, want to chat about anything. Always great to chat to you guys out there from various parts around the world. If there's anybody you think we should chat to, if there's any products you think we should chat about, definitely reach out and let us know. Find us on Facebook, Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats, or jump on our website, ratac.net. Reach out to myself, Lee Greenwood. Always happy to chat with people. But anyway, for now, stay safe. I'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.